Accessing archive. Authorizing. Access granted. Accessing file. show, Isotopia Radio, yes. which is hosted on KRTU's 91.7 FM here in San Antonio. How did you start that show? Well, the story of Isotopia Radio started because I was being part of a project from Nathan Felix, which is a composer of classical music, and we were doing this show for the Emma Hotel and in one of the rehearsals he mentioned like hey i'm gonna be on radio tomorrow wednesday uh at 11 a.m or 10 a.m don't remember mm -hmm. and so if anybody's free is welcome to join it will be on krtu and wednesdays used to be my days off from my previous or my job at the time mm -hmm. so i was like okay like I can go. I, I would like the experience of radio, but of course I had no idea of like what I was going to. Sure. And I walked into the studio. I was fascinated. You see, it's beautiful. All these like records, and I I always love music. So I I asked uh, Cody Cook, the musical director and the host of the show at the in the morning. I was like, well, is this host by students or how, how it works? And he told me like we have volunteers on the indie overnight and it's um, by request, you do this, blah, blah. So I, I was like, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. Another like thing that the radio started was because I clearly remember I was around 12, like early teenagers. Mm -hmm and listen radio i'm from mexico san luis potosi so this uh radio station that i used to like it was only like two of them that i was between those two and like right. they always play the same music yeah. like yes it's a nice song it's it's what is popular right now but it's a lot of more music out there yeah and we're not able to hear it on radio so i remember just telling myself like I should have a radio show and mm -hmm. this is me 12 years old that's awesome so years later this happened and I sent an email to Cory Cook after the interview mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I said like look I've been collecting this music is what I do and if I ha can have an opportunity, if I can have like a, a segment or something, I, I would love to share it. Mm -hmm. I sent him a playlist of like what it's Isoropia about, which is all generous. Yeah. He liked it and he's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's yours. What, what time works for you? Again, Wednesdays used to be my days off. So I'm like, you have any Tuesdays? Mm -hmm. So I can, you know. Stay out late. Yes. And everything just like matches yeah uh very very easy and also unexpected i took a couple of classes like they trained me yeah my first show was he uh cory cook was there assisting but i i still feeling like i'm not really good on like talking about music i'm just really good on like curating sure so that's how that's the story of isoropia 
I think you're a great talker. <laughs> yeah, I've always enjoyed our interviews. Thank you. Yeah, of course. They've been cool. But I have noticed, yeah, you, there's such a wide variety of music that you curate for the show. W when did you start discovering all these, like, kind of underground electronic acts and all the kind of more dancey, vibey stuff that, you know, that you listen to and you put on your show? When did you discover those? How I discovered it? Um, well, I'm trained on classical. Mm -hmm. I play violin when I was like eight years old through all my 18. Okay. So 10 years on orchestra. And my father was a DJ on his earlier, you know, young. Cool. So it runs in the family a little. It runs in the family. <laughs> but it's funny because I don't feel like I, I didn't knew that I was doing what my father did. You yeah. know, even when I mix, I was like, oh, my father was a DJ. I want to be a DJ. Never, right. never, never, never. So I think it was very, very natural come to like me the the desire of like, I like this song and mm -hmm. I like this one too. Right. So classical was, was like part of my training mm -hmm. and also the electronic and I also just mentioned something I like my father was also kind of like guilty on like me being into electronic because mm -hmm. he showed me a to, uh, concert of Tiesto okay. remember this in yeah Tiesto Oh yeah, I used to I used to get down to some Tiesto. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I saw the show and like the live uh, collaboration. So I was mm -hmm. like, wow, this is beautiful. So modern, high energy. Everybody's yeah. happy. I was too young to to like go to parties like that. But right. So I went into electronic. Okay. So in my, that contrast between classical mm -hmm. during the days morning to friday kind of and then on the weekends i used to go to the park go like for run with my headphones the little ipod <laughs> listening like high beats and right so and everything in between it's just like i was like also a time on like probably my early 20s when i was very into reggae uh-huh reggae like it's, it's become more like okay did you go to marley fest I did. Yeah. I did actually once in Austin. Yeah, that's uh, cool. I went for a number of years and it's for a good cause. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then actually from reggae, I was also really into like um, uh, hip hop. So okay. you know how they have like relative, like yeah. after a few hours of reggae, you want something more upbeat. Sure. And so it's been through the years. I don't, mm -hmm. I didn't like look for like, I'm going to do a mix of all genres. It's just been right. like coming and. Just kind of what you've naturally been exposed to. Yes. Did you ever listen to internet radio? Um, yes, I remember listening in our actually in a job mm -hmm. that I had. Um, just listening. I remember selecting like the genres. Chill out was also another one that I yeah. was like. And Shazam. Well, now Shazam. It's been a great yes. way to. That's the one I grew up using is Shazam, which I think paired with Winamp which is a, it used to be like a windows based internet um ra internet radio platform where you can tune into different people's kind of internet frequencies through um Shazam I think yeah. so um but also that is where I really stepped into loving electronic music because I actually grew up my brother um Robert who's the CEO of our company Sheath 
he was probably like 17, 18 years old when I was like four or five. So like what he would listen to, I would kind of like be getting a little bit of a taste of. And he was listening to like Eminem and, you know, all this like like Limp Biscuit and all this yeah. like rap stuff. So as a kid, I'm hearing all this like kind of adult rap music, which is kind of funny. Um, and I grew up kind of uh, being a fan of that, but also uh, rock music like Linkin Park. And um, I, I love that Linkin Park Jay-Z collaboration album. That really started opening. Linkin Park Jay-Z, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, good times. Um, but eventually I started playing video games with some of my friends and we would just be kind of glued to our computers for some of the really hot summer days. And we would want to listen to music. And uh, I would kind of use this Winamp to surf different stations. And eventually I found that I gamed particularly well with electronic music and it's kind of high bpm kind of gave me like a kind of like a focus mode mm -hmm. and then i could play really well and you know it felt like it was on a, a more elevated vibration and after days and weeks of listening to all these stations you start to learn who's who like who's tiesto and mm -hmm. you know who uh da rude is or whatever you know it's like um kind of these more traditional like trance anthem tracks and that eventually led to more obscure discoveries like Aphex Twin. Have you ever listened to him? Aphex, yes. Aphex yes, Twin? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he's kind of more on the weird electronic side. It's yes. not so kind of upbeat and, and happy. Some of his tracks are certainly, but um, then I just kind of fell into this IDM uh, experimental music tinge or uh, journey that really just like kept me digging 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 deeper 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 into music that isn't played on the radio and isn't even played on internet radio and that really helped me kind of gain my sense of taste around what I used to curate our label time wheel with and our collective time wheel with um so yeah sorry I kind of went on a rant but that's uh that's a little how I discovered all these different genres and eventually had the passion to create a radio show as well. And the Time Wheel radio show is we have people come on and actually do their own mix. So they curate their own mixes and we just kind of host and let them play whatever they want for an hour. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. So tell us about uh, Isoropia a bit and how you've been affected by kind of the, the whole global crisis right now and how you're trying to keep it yeah. alive and stuff yeah well yeah i do try to keep it alive what i've been doing right now is go on instagram live and i though i love it of course what i i still do in the playlist i hope like i wish someone be like what to listen because i've been in that position where like i don't know what to listen today uh mm -hmm. so i went like someone put the mood to me mm -hmm. you know uh but you need to type like reggae or you need to type uh electronic music or pop music so isropia is i guess the option to just like don't know what to expect and <laughs> navigate from different genres and if it's one that you feel like oh i like this so let me hear more about this artist um, of course, the local collaboration of the local artists is like what makes it alive. Yeah. Uh, this is also how I didn't expect this when I started on 2017. I was just like, well, I will not just make playlists and share it and hopefully people love it. 
but then I start getting like um, um, interest, I guess, or like quite being asked about like, hey, I made this music, yeah. you might play it at your show. Yeah. I'm like, why you don't come to the show and present <laughs> your own music? Totally. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, so it, it was like just great. Yeah. And since then we've been like, true, true, true. You've been here mm -hmm. in the show like three yeah. times. Yeah, so. and I've brought other people too that, that we work with. And yeah. So. It really becomes a node of music community, you know, your show and the indie overnight whole like KRTU situation because um, it's really that one channel that gives you know the local musician some spotlight you know everything else 995 KISS 98.5 all this stuff they just play the same stuff over and over and over and you have to be like a mega pop star or whatever to end up on it except for like maybe a few infrequent like spotlights that maybe KISS does and has someone on their show in the morning like really early in the morning but more and more teens are tuning in at night during your show and i remember it used to be like a pastime for me and some of my friends um to sit in the car at night kind of get away from our parents and kind of be bros and have deep chats and listen to new music but we would always turn to 91.7 fm and listen to the late night stuff and we would be like this is the coolest music on the radio you know like <laughs> so that's how I became interested in that channel and started kind of, I think I did a similar thing, reached out um, and said, hey, can can you play my music or can I come on? Or I don't remember how it happened, but um, eventually we got, you know, uh, kind of a spotlight on your show and it was a lot of fun. And I remember I chopped my little podcast part. Uh, no, I chopped my little interview out of our, our full show and yes. put it on the, the internet and stuff for a little bit. And it was cool. It's cool to like it adds content to your arsenal, but also the artist to be able to share, you know, hey, here's my new interview with Isoropia and here's I'm premiering a new song, that type of thing. Yeah, of course, that's what it is for. Like, really, if like you guys, producers, like local music was like they turn the show into something live, something with mm -hmm. real interaction. Right. Um, I don't think like if I was just by my own and just playing the music will be the same right. as how it's been. I also want to keep like the the variation of like genres and expect the the, the playlist. Mm -hmm. But of course, like local artists are, are like what what are what is the let's let's use the tools. Let's use like the radio and mm -hmm. put out what is happening on our generation. And so I'm, I'm really happy, really. Uh, well, right now the studio is closed or is limited, yeah. you know, but I've been keep doing it on Instagram for now. What I do is just keep creating the playlist on Spotify. I share the link for you to listen. So I just talk a little bit like what is why I choose those tracks. Mm -hmm. And just recently, I'm talking about the last two shows. It's I've been doing some like inter no interview, just like chatting with um, with with musicians on Instagram Live. Oh, cool. So we just connect to do like talk. It's available for 24 hours. So we just yeah, you know, it's a passion. You of course. It's, you cannot just leave it like that because uh, times are changing and it's also make me realize like, all right, we have to figure it out as how we can keep ourselves positive and keep ourselves like see how other musicians are, are doing or right. how is they affecting to them. 
So yeah, it's still it's still there. I also hope I miss KRTU. I miss the studio f so much. So I really hope to this to will be able to come back. I think it will. Yeah. I think it'll come back. I think this is a temporary kind of phase that we're in as a culture. Um, when this first happened to China, they eventually came back. You mm -hmm. know, they're back to kind of business as usual, as I understand it. Um, so. America got hit pretty hard. You know, we were a lot less kind of maybe responsible than other countries that got through it a little quicker. Yeah. But um, I think we'll be back, you know, and you'll have your show back on 91.7. <laughs> um, Thank you, world. Yeah. <laughs> and, you can have your show back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what's cool is, you know, like what you're doing still is providing a platform for even the future, you know, because I can see you doing this for, you know, years, years, years coming. Um, where can people find uh, that, that Instagram that you were talking about? Well, the Instagram is isoropia underscore radio. Okay. Can you spell isoropia? Yes. I-S-O-R-R-O-P-I-A. Okay. Isoropia means balance. Oh, cool. In Greek. Great. I like it. Um, speaking of balance and, and uh, what you're up to recently, I noticed you're really in a yoga flow lifestyle. Um, on, your, on your personal Instagram page, you're just, most of your content is based around, you know, you practicing yoga or you kind of um, doing very healthy lifestyle things, you know? <laughs> yeah. how, how did you get into yoga and when did you get into yoga? You know what? I think moving to Austin was like a awakening on my health. Mm -hmm. I always try to like pay attention on on my like health, I'm uh -huh. saying. But definitely Austin was uh, seeing people running every day, seeing like the culture that is all about to eating more organic, supporting locals, uh, gluten-free everywhere, vegan tacos, vegan chorizo, vegan barbecues, like everything is like into that. So. It's just as good as the normal stuff too, if oh, not better. it's delicious. You know, it's, it's really, so good. Really good. So I... I just signed up for the studio. I was practicing yoga before here in San Antonio still, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't feel like I really enjoyed it because, you know, you have to be looking at the instructor every sure. two minutes. So it's very distracting. So I just signed up for a studio after being uh, watching YouTube videos or yeah. like getting my, my workouts on YouTube. Yeah. Like, all right, let's, let's try yoga. I, I always been like it like the aesthetic I'm yeah. you know very into like aesthetic and colors photography so uh, I love that and well what you see on my Instagram is like I guess self-motivation because mm -hmm. um, I don't know I guess it's a thing about sharing what makes you feel like oh that looks good right. oh that was better right. oh my gosh i didn't do that before and now i'm able you're kind of keeping progress progress and yeah. also like sh like share like we all can start yeah at any point totally like um i'm 31 now that i started seriously i would say like really last year mm -hmm. so I'm, i was 30 years old and of course you think like i'm 30 no i'm not gonna do it like sure. no you can definitely like start at any point. There's people 50 years old doing incredible the, yoga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like mm -hmm. starting at yeah, and even doing that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just signing up to the studio, and I was honestly like three months after. I feel like, oh wow, okay, I love this thing. Yeah. Like I don't think I'm gonna leave it. I even thinking like I wanna teach it. I wanna, uh, like, I'm gonna really go more into that direction. So right. I think I think it was uh, yeah, like the inspiration of just like all right let's sign up to the studio and see how i feel mm -hmm. i would not do anything to push and yeah how do you feel how does yoga make you feel oh uh, you know it is definitely challenge and calming yeah. challenging in the way that of course a diet helps mm -hmm. helps you mood yeah helps my like overall my mood helps my uh my skills as well on the body mm -hmm. since like i because i eat meat mm -hmm. i eat meat i am addicted to sugar <laughs> i am a, a dessert yeah that's my my how you say like weak sure sure weakness so yeah. i just need to balance i notice like okay i eat meat Mm -hmm. three days in a row which i don't think has been happening in a long time but like i eat meat yesterday so i'm gonna eat a salad today right or okay yesterday i was crazy with desserts <laughs> i need to hold for one week until sure. get another chocolate <laughs> and my skin is also like you can see pimples often because that's like oh you have a moment that's funny <laughs> so just balance yeah so just mm -hmm. just try to be the the most balanced possible and take care and and emotionally it's um it feels good yeah have you ever had like kind of like a lot of people who practice yoga talk about some kind of serenity or bliss or like they kind of get naturally elevated or high off of the practice. Has that ever happened for you? I think meditation does that to me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yoga, the practice, like the physical practice. Yes. I. Well, I don't want to call like, oh, blessings. Um, meditation, I do really feel like once I, we get in that spot, in that state, I mean, like, I do really feel like, wow, this is really talking with God mm -hmm. or my own beliefs. Totally. Like, wow, I'm in like completely peace. I am completely silent on the mind. My body feels really light. Like, I, I, do, I do say like, this is the moment to pray. And of course, it's been the moments when like, okay, I need to communicate with an ancestor, with, with like, or just ask or appreciate us. I feel like really that the meditation puts me on that, mm -hmm. on that blessing. When or... do you meditate? Is it after yoga, before yoga, or at separate times? Well, the studio that I go, can I say the name? Yeah. Of course. Suka, Suka Yoga. Uh, they do great. Some of the instructors incorporate the meditation before, uh, some of them after. I do like both mm -hmm. and i also think that meditation should be really like a like practice like how you say personal practice sure um but the guided meditation also is i think you can go for longer since that's why i also i guide meditations yeah i on my on my blog oh, Soropia, awesome. the blog right now i'm doing it live oh this is another topic back 
especially if you never you don't know how to meditate or you heard about it but you never practice it it's nice having guidance mm. so i'm just sharing what i've been kind of like discovering or learning from other instructors and kind of like i found my own like steps to right. get in that state right and again sharing it mm -hmm. absolutely yeah for me meditation has been uh one of the most life-changing kind of techniques that I've learned, um, you know, because what did I go? My first probably 18 or 20 years, and I never meditated once, you know, mm -hmm. like not, not consciously. And then by maybe age 20, 21, that's when I started really getting interested in yoga and plant medicines and altered states of consciousness. And you start to, to hear over and over and over meditation can get you there too a lot of people like me really want kind of a big wild crazy experience that might be with a plant medicine or something that's very visual and immersive and shocking to your system and then i would hear you know meditation just sitting with your eyes closed can get you to that same place <laughs> it was almost hard to believe you know yeah um but as you practice it and practice it and practice it you learn that, well, first of all, this is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there with your eyes closed and your mind tries to get you out of the meditation. It tries to say, you know, hey, you forgot to get this thing at the grocery store or, oh, no, you're going to run out of time and not be able to do this thing that you were wanting to do that day. Like your mind really tries to get you out. But once you've learned to quiet your mind and let your thoughts kind of pass, um, you do find a very strong sense of serenity or peace um, i think it takes probably at least 11 to 15 minutes for it to start I agree. getting into that place and then as long as you can go after that point that is better mm -hmm. i think the longest i ever did was like two and a half or three hours oh wow that's and a great time. yeah and i want to do it more often because i feel like i've only done it that long like once but um certainly i've done an hour on many 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 occasions but that kind of two and a half, three hour mark, like you really start to feel some changes going on with how you're perceiving, you know, reality around you. I feel like you're in such a like a calm state. You can almost like be unbothered. You're, you're like so many things that normally would agitate you or kind of make like irk you or make you feel impatient or whatever it is. Like you don't even notice those things, mm -hmm. you know? like you're just sitting in traffic completely happy and content yes, you're just like course. i love this song <laughs> <laughs> i love my life right yes i agree and doing it during the morning also can like switch your day in a different way like mm -hmm. it can be like the most stressful day like oh i have this meeting today with these people and traffic blah blah blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. if you dedicate 20 30 minutes 15 minutes five minutes in the morning to just like do the the body scan right. the the emotional scan just like be connect just in silence mm -hmm. you live your life like minute by minute yes. being more present totally. and so whatever stress you say like someone screaming to you you're like you cannot bother me yeah like, <laughs> why you are reacting like that kind right, of right. so i think it's a world like a life change agree and yeah i i encourage i guess or i suggest like if you people that are listening you never try it 
give it a try it's 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 fun yeah it's really fun mm-hmm. and um it takes a practice it takes a lot of patience it was a lot of effort effort mm-hmm. effort effort so, but I think, imagine if the whole world will be meditating or we all have that in our schedules. Like mm-hmm. every time you get to work, everybody 10 minutes meditating or 30 minutes. Life will be a lot different, more peaceful at least. And we will have less of the things that are happening. Right. I think that would be an incredible thing. I feel like it might be a reach for some companies to ask all their employees to meditate, but they would benefit. They would benefit if they did do it. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do it. You know, actually, you know, my friend Stephen, mm-hmm. he's taught meditation at his work, um, one of his many jobs that he's had over the years, and but they only would let it happen after work, you know? And it's like, well, I mean, maybe that's nice to go into your evening feeling a bit more, bit more calm. But I feel like before work would let them kind of uh, work together better for that day and bring everyone to a similar page, maybe. Um, if there's anyone out there listening who could advise us as to how to kind of, uh, you know, like bring meditation practice into work places, you know, give us some resources because that sounds incredible, you know. That's something I want to do because we have a few companies that That'd we that we yes. run here and we do all kind of have our, our our practices, you know, for meditation or working out or running like we, we don't particularly sit for 10 minutes and meditate each day before work. And I think that's something we should try at least, you know. Yeah, I do work and we always have like a pre-shift, mm-hmm. like a little meeting and you, meeting and you know how they all share the same things. Mm-hmm. Well, we're having this issue and today we have that. And they are a, this a great company and they're very positive. Mm-hmm. But listening to things over and over and over, you know, before you get to work and you get to work with a little bit of like stress of like, oh, I'm running late. I have to get my lunch ready. I have to get ready, like right. shower putting everything together, leaving the cat, leaving the dogs, blah, blah, blah. So it's life is chaos. Mm-hmm. Get to work. And first thing you listen was like, well, um, last night we have like like negativity kind sure. of thing. It's like, OK, I, how am I supposed to like mm-hmm. smiling to mm-hmm. to to my clients? But uh, anyway, I think like, yeah. 10 minutes of everybody in silence mm-hmm. just sit there sit here if anybody wants to share anything positive like please but yeah it's time to to switch mm-hmm. does those or words right we all know the power of our words so yeah. it's on our hands each mm-hmm. one of us and of course these tools podcasts mm-hmm. shows internet like we yeah. we are I think we're doing good for yeah. our generation. Our generation. Let's focus on like like younger generations because like I feel like or like olders, like they it's not as natural for them. Sure. So Yeah, it's harder for them to shut off that mind a bit. Um it's funny how it's the hardest thing to do to just sit with your eyes closed, you know, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's just like, why would I do that? You know, there's almost like a natural aversion to it. And it's weird because, you know, there's so many documentaries out at this point 
um, podcasts, interviews with people that tout the benefits. They're like, your whole life will improve. Just meditate a little every day. And people can will hear it, but it'll go in one ear and out the other, and you kind of won't act on it. It's so hard to act on it. And it's so rewarding, though, if you're able to. Because, again, you know, like, um, it's something that people will go to the doctor and get prescribed medications for the thoughts that they have. Like, they might not like their thoughts or having negative thoughts or depressed thoughts and this type of stuff. If you just try to meditate and sort your thoughts out or turn them down a little in volume, you wouldn't really need, you know, to go to the doctor to get prescribed medication that's going to maybe make it worse because you end up you end up covering up, you know, putting a band-aid on instead of addressing the root cause, which is who you are and what you're doing on earth. You know, we all have a purpose here. I think it's part of our uh, path to discover that purpose. Not everyone knows what it is, but we all have one, I think. Have you ever had an experience of learning like what your purpose is? I do have feelings sometimes, feeling like, oh, I really enjoy doing this and I got good response. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my, this is my purpose. But I'm still on the discovering. I don't think I have it like that clear yet. Mm -hmm. um, definitely curating music, I think is, uh, I feel comfortable on yeah. doing. Mm -hmm. uh, when I go to events or even just like a, a bar or restaurant or business that I get there and I always, you know, pay attention on the music and sometimes it doesn't match it. It doesn't match. And I want to say like majority of the time like, well, we are on a spa and we are listening elevator music. Yeah, sure. it's relaxing, but I mean, supposed to be relaxing, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It's seen like music made with all, you know, like, like kind of jazz stuff instead of like calming. I mean, Indian. jazz is beautiful and and I get what you're saying that when the mood of the music what doesn't match the activity. Yes, yes, know? or also when is because there is amazing, beautiful, beautiful music out there, and when you go to a spa and you search on Pandora or something like spa music, they will put you like waterfalls, like. Mm -hmm. Yes, but they it can be more creative. It sure. can be more like locally support, I guess, yeah. for from the people that is making those sounds or That's cool. You've heard of interior designers before? Yes. You can almost be like a sound sound designer. Yeah, sound designer for it. spaces, you I know. I love it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That so, could be cool. If anybody needs some, <laughs> <laughs> anybody out there, if they need some like suggestions for music on their places, I I will love that. Yeah. I think I don't know if it's that my purpose that I do feel comfortable in like, okay, where are we? Okay, this is a this is a tell like me, a bar or this is a bar. Okay, what's the topic? Sports. Yeah, sport bar. All right, let's let's look at the the locals. Right. Okay, yeah. what you? Yeah, what you, and honestly, more places should open up, especially once this whole COVID thing ends. But to local musicians, even if it's just a guy with a guitar, you know, or kind of an open mic night or 
uh, even just a kind of a chill DJ, you know, I feel like that would bring more community and more vibes to these restaurants and these bars and stuff. Like there are already like music venues, places that specialize in having performances. Those are great, but I'm just talking about um, almost any kind of restaurant or, or, or one of my favorite places. Have you been to Kava Bar yet? Kava yeah. in Austin? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but also I've, I've been in um, uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, there's one called Ohana, which I think means family. Uh, don't quote me on that. I think it means family. Um, but Ohana Kava Bar allowed me to DJ and as well perform an acoustic set um, with my friend Raul. And it was so fun and it fit the vibe so well for the kava bar. Because at a kava bar, there's no alcohol. They just have this root kava. And you've tried it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you think of kava? Well, I like it that it's open. So it's a great location, Barton Springs. So, and also like the vibe that is no alcohol yeah. keeps it like more social, more like uh, healthy. I just yeah. think it's healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, like a wellness culture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what do you think though? Because it has a really intense taste and it makes your throat all numb and your lips numb. Did you, <laughs> did you get that effect? I did. Yes. I didn't feel it like a bad thing. I just guess like I I didn't judge it. I was like, oh, different, good. Mm -hmm. I but, enjoy it. Yeah, but no, no, like. I didn't, honestly, I will not like, oh, I want to go back and I miss that taste, but it was, it mm -hmm. was good. It's good. Yeah. Definitely yeah. The, the place is, I mm -hmm. like the environment and yeah, it would be nice to play more music there, mm -hmm. live music. Yeah. I could see them having really dope DJ sets and acoustic musicians just at that Kava bar. Cause I've been to the one you're talking about as well and it is a beautiful place. And the, I'm talking the one on Barton Springs. I think is I that, know that one. Is that the only it, one? No, there's like two or three in Austin, oh, but isn't that the one that's like very open and outdoors and it's like in a second level yeah. green. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, have you tried any other plant medicines that you're comfortable talking about? Plant medicines. Yes, I am comfortable. Even like my, I told to my family, I'm always thinking of my family, even with the majority, they don't speak English, mm -hmm. but I always like feel like they hear me. Yeah. Um, yes, I did peyote. Uh -huh. uh, it was in a ceremony. My friend Nikki invited me and it was funny because I didn't know what to expect. I remember she telling me like, hey, I've been going to these ceremonies. It's great. You sit around the fire and just just pray and meditate all night. I was like, OK, that sounds that sounds lovely. Awesome. Uh, I want to try it. I look YouTube videos, peyote ceremonies. You didn't like really get the experience at all until like you there. Um, and of course, I'm very impatient. I'm very like I need to be moving a lot. Mm -hmm. So the first hours, I was probably three hours later, I was already ready to leave. Oh, like, okay, I don't feel any effect. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I just want to leave. And they passed the, the medicine. I took it. Terrible. I almost like, but I also, and this is kind of like personal, I didn't want it to throw up because yeah. I was like, oh, this, I don't like to throw up. Sure, I don't like sure. the feeling of throwing yeah. up. So I was like, kind of like holding it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't throw up. I guess I just took very little. 
And then uh, I was telling my friend, like, I want to leave. And she's like, just hold. You saw, like, when this is going to end? Sure. Tomorrow morning. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea what time was that, but I, I'm i sure it was, like, a, it was a long night. Mm-hmm. And But you know what? Once I, I feel it, I was, it, I had the experience of, like, really connecting with ancestors. I'm from San Luis Potosí. Okay. So, Peyote is really, like... Um, how you say like it grows traditional there. medicine there yeah maybe? it grows there mm-hmm. and um anyway i did have like a really beautiful experience i did feel how my heart was opening mm-hmm. and i after that i just really i saw my my family in a different way it was like we really need uh we are really like heart close you know like we don't really know how to love either like each other or to others so i'm glad i'm really glad that i i had that experience i only done it once mm-hmm. as a ceremony yeah and i don't regret i really feel like it was a a blessing because i i just how with my words like it really opened my heart you yeah. you feel so different after mm-hmm. and i've been invited to go back but honestly i don't feel like being called sure, to that sure. um i yeah i i feel like there was a, a great experience not something that i feel i've been like repeatedly called back yes to. yes no part of yeah. the culture mm-hmm. i respect it i think it's amazing and i appreciate that they do because they just they are just love mm-hmm. i saw these families like just talking great with each other and like celebrating birthdays and it was beautiful um but i i do respect it a lot and i i'm not looking for like more adventures in that plant medicine space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if I have it in front, I'll, I will connect with my inner, you know, God and like, all right, what's what's how I feel about this and right. and. But I'm into. I I think that we the all the world we. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking. This is my own, just my little opinion. But like, I do think it's a life change or like a. I think it's medicine mm-hmm. with the with the word medicine that really heals because I I'm a little I have my thoughts about like modern medicine and like what they really do which is uh, how I heard this in, in a podcast like they treat uh, the not the consequences like the symptoms they treat the symptoms but they don't really treating the cause so you have a headache, you have a pill, you don't have a headache anymore, but you have it again the next day, so you take another pill. So like earth medicines can see you like, why are you having, yes. having headaches every... Helping you identify the root cause. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So yeah. And a lot of times it's things that we're doing on a daily basis that we're not really conscious of, we're just kind of in a habit of, you know? It's like whatever it might be. I feel like you're able to... Um, like uh, get a third person perspective, like a step away from our normal thoughts and see yourself from like a higher angle or like, like you're looking down on yourself from above. And um, 
it's interesting the the heart opening that you mentioned i personally think that the heart opening comes a little bit from the sense that we are alive and we don't know for how long i think plant medicines um allow you to get a glimpse of like this life it is short it is sweet it is a very rare thing and you shouldn't kind of like just let days go by without kind of appreciating the people in your life. I think uh, what actually brings happiness is um, that peace and that a little bit of that aspect of finding, serving community. Finding your purpose. Yeah, finding your purpose and knowing that you can make a difference, even if it's a small difference. Like you don't have to change the whole world, but um, I think there was a really cool quote I heard that resonates on this topic that is, um, if you want to change the world, first change yourself. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like people should really start there. Change your world. Yeah, exactly. And then it'll slowly have an effect on the greater world. And, you know, that's what I think you're doing. That's what I hope to do with the oh, things like the thanks. podcast. And you're on a path to somewhere great if you keep it up. The only thing that will stop you from achieving whatever you seek to achieve is stopping, yeah. giving up. If you don't give up, Oh, it'll keep going and don't make it with the of course the intention is to help others like i say like i hope someone at least one person like is like oh it's tuesday or it's wednesday let me see what's new today on the playlist or let me, oh i know this show that they may play or this updating every week let me see what's going on this week so it can be one it can be ten it's mm -hmm. like I'm doing it before, kind of for myself, yeah. hoping help others or like someone else enjoy it. But if it's zero, I'm I'm good. You know, like I I love what I do, so it's not expecting to. It's not for the number of how many followers or how right. many likes. It's it's just for like my my own path, mm -hmm. and it's what makes me happy. It really, I like to be kind of like busy, mm -hmm. so. I I enjoy it. like oh it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday morning let me write about this and let me I I'm a Capricorn so they say that we're a little workaholic so working on something that I enjoyed so I it, it's it's fine and yeah like you said don't give up if you enjoy it if you're not enjoying it then then it's not right yeah. <laughs> I can relate to that um, I definitely think I have a little bit of that workaholism gene too. Um, but, you know, luckily I enjoy my work, you know, and it took a long time okay. to get to that place because, yeah. you know, you have to work your kind of way up into society or whatever it is, you know, working for other people until you kind of find that sweet spot where you really love what you're doing. But I, I encourage everyone to do it, you know, um, just self-discovery work, you know, whether it be even self-help books or uh, meditation or yoga or, or plant medicine journeys, all these things can kind of show you deeper aspects of yourself that maybe you've forgotten about over the years or that they've kind of been replaced by other attributes that we pick up just like kind of being a part of the adult world in America. But we got to stay true to our inner child because that creativity is a gift. And I think all of us, I think everyone should. Um, but I was going to say one part about music for me that I've opened up to a lot more recently is I really have enjoyed dancing. Do you dance at all? Mm -hmm. 
I yeah. do. Have you heard of ecstatic dance before? Yes, I never done it. When I've been on those events, it's me playing the music and I enjoy it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, I kind of like go and dance, but I like that. It's very natural, like people not to judge and just go and try to have as much fun possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do dance. I do dance on my own, on my room. I, I definitely feel the music, so I just try to match yeah. that with my body and Same. sometimes tell the stories with it so mm-hmm. uh, that's I would say how my inner child gets very like connected because yeah. um, my mom's used to or like she loves dancing so I grow up looking at her dancing in the kitchen mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's just a very joyful moment yeah I think a lot of people don't quite un- have that muscle unlocked and i didn't for a long time i mean i would play in a rock band um something fiction so i would kind of have my like rock band movements going while i'm singing and stuff but it wasn't like this kind of more on this flowy dancing thing that i've unlocked to a little more recently um but there's just a i don't know like there's this sense of self critique that a lot of people have like they're looking at their self and their body extremely hard underneath like yeah very critically like under a microscope thinking how am I gonna look to other people how do I even look in this room by myself and they're not able to kind of let go and just let the music move them you know know what now that we're talking well about contagious things like how things spread like I think joy it's a very very contagious thing and it has to be a lot with like inner work because like we are or or like worse or how to say like our biggest enemy we are the ones I myself I I suffer a lot about like when it's about music Mm -hmm. singing or playing i critical myself a lot a lot Mm -hmm. so it's it's been a a work uh, inner work and i'm like i need to meditate i need to meditate get into that state of like silence the mind and just really connect with the sound or the present moment and also know how to take those like past and memories and things that hurt us and like don't do it don't do this don't do that so for me i really feel like my wings were cl- were like sure clipped yeah clave and, and cut when i was a child yeah so i grow up thinking like i'm not good or like Shh, don't do too loud or don't play like so now that i'm finally feel like i i'm gonna do the best i can on my life and i put myself out I still have those thoughts I'm mm-hmm. like that doesn't sound or like that's not perfect because I'm not perfect sure. like that I enjoy it yeah. so I need to yeah. go more into like you yeah, I know it's not perfect mm-hmm. but you know what I think it sounds cute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to tell myself those the I do have that conversation right. be- before like I really feel like okay I'm flying mm-hmm. I'm flying now yeah so it's we all have our story yeah. and another thing like as many of us we are really enjoying mm-hmm. 
it's contagious and people can feel inspired and and it's a purpose kind of like like if you if we heal it's a responsibility kind of like somebody else help this other person to heal because that's the way that we are gonna go through a different like collective reality like yeah. when we are are united and we all see each other as brothers and sisters or as a one yeah so i think we are in that transition that is going to happen for maybe in the next years but we are in that transition to like see each other as one see police government races or classes we are one so we all need to work uh, like together, respect each other, yeah. like collaborate and help each other to to pass to the next uh, level that is happening. And maybe kids are going to experience. But if we want to be part of that, we need to adapt mm -hmm. to this mm -hmm. to this new newest like. Yeah. The new paradigm. The new paradigm. Right. You're, you're right. Absolutely. Taking care of ourselves, taking yeah. care of our bodies, pay more attention to what we listen, mm -hmm. pay more attention to what we do now that we have a lot of free time. What are we doing with our lives? Like really just watching the news. Like, yes, it's important. We have to keep ourselves like what's going on in the world. But like if you just uh, like nourish your heart of fear, You've been, you've been the fear. So, and what we need more now is love. So be, be the love, be the light, be the, like, find how you can be this, like, candle or, or light in this chaos. How you can keep yourself, even when, like, news are telling you, like, so many deaths, people is dying, people is killing each other. How you can not be part of that. Right. Right. I agree. And it starts with ourselves. You know, we have to love ourselves first. And that's the hardest thing to do because for some reason there's some disconnect. I think meditation and yoga and just kind of these awareness practices, you know, there's breath work, there's um, ice baths that'll really shock you and bring you into the, the present moment. I've only done a few of those. I want to do more because they, they were incredible. Um, also, sauna. It just like puts Detox. you into this primal sense of like yourself and helps you have have you tried sauna much yes i love sauna detoxify oh yes. yeah and not only does it detoxify and like help your body get rid of you know bad you know bad stuff that accumulates over time but as a mental exercise it's tough it's kind of like a meditation because you well what me and my friend steven do is we we try and push ourselves to go longer and longer and longer in the sauna or the steam room and we've done over an hour before whereas the sign on the door says like 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever right but we're like no we're gonna do an hour we've been working <laughs> up to this and when you step out you're like oh i'm alive you know like <laughs> yeah i've been energized great. you sleep better mm -hmm. your skin is, feels better yeah it's mm -hmm. all about like wellness is there we mm -hmm. do have all the tools yeah and just kind of finding a, a flow or a routine with a daily um a daily self self-care practice you know even if it's hey one day a week you go to the sauna another day of the week you do a yoga class another day of the week you do 
um, a meditation. Another day of the week, you eat a vegan meal every day. You don't have to do them all every day. Just mm. start. And eventually, you'll start to fall into love with these activities and feel better and better and better as a person the more you do them. And then by some point, it might even take years, you will be doing them all every day. You know, it's like you wake up, meditate, do yoga, sauna, vegan meal, uh, do my creative work, go to sleep early and get up early the next day. And it was easy because it just became who you are. And um, again, that takes time. It could take years, but start carving that kind of like groove for yourself. Because if you just kind of stay stuck in the way that you kind of live, if it's not your ideal place and you're not doing the things that you know you're capable of doing, um, then you have to make a change. And even if it's just one thing a day, just one creative, you know, exercise that day, just try to make a song for an hour or just try to sing for an hour or meditate for an hour or whatever it is. You might be a painter, you know, you might be a poet, you might be a podcaster or a comedian or an actor or an actress or whatever it is that you want to do. If you just kind of work, you know, like those things into your life, at least on a daily to weekly basis and combine them with these kind of like modalities that bring you into the present moment that make it easier to access your creativity, then you can pretty much do anything you want to do. So that's my message. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here, Liliana. It's, oh, it's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you, Matt. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I really enjoy it. And I think this is great to what you're doing and just keep like giving ideas or yeah, putting little like uh, thoughts, like positive thoughts of whoever is listening. Thank so, you. Absolutely. So tell us uh, again how we can find you on the internet, your website, your, yes. your playlist and so on. Well, Sorropia Radio is live every Tuesdays at 11 p.m. For now, we're doing it on Instagram live. I did this like live streams. It's like a 15 minutes uh, show. Um, and then I share a playlist every week. I did. I really like take my time to make sense with which. Well, maybe no sense, but that they sound uh, in a good like flow sure from they fade in and out of each other well yes yeah. yes actually isoropia radio has this slogan i will say well i don't know if it's slogan it has like a well short description will be the endless exploration of the best music on earth on a delicated selective selected playlist so that's what it is that's what i do every tuesday and hopefully coming back to KRTU in the overnight mm -hmm. soon. And also I do have a, a blog and this is more like about like wellness. Um, I just put all like my creativity there. I'm sorry if it's a little messy. I try to keep it organized by albums. That is Isorropia and this is on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And at this moment, I'm guiding meditations live every Monday, Tuesdays, and Fridays for the for the month of June. I don't know when this is gonna be out, but um, if I also well um, live meditations at 8:15 in the morning, we connect. I play some sound balls just to make some like sound healing. Awesome. Um, and again, if it's like a meditation, something that you want to like 
get more involved and you want to try like a method of course there are many and you just need to find which one you feel comfortable so that's an option there and i think that's it oh soundcloud i do have also my music there is isoropia and if you feel like i me is someone that i can take you to meditation contact me directly i like hey let's set the time this is completely free i'm not trying to get any like um monetary regret like income from sure. from the spiritual path yeah but of course donations are always like welcome mm-hmm. and so you can send me an email this will be an isoropia.project at gmail.com awesome thank you again it's been an thank honor you. having you i appreciate it